Welcome to Belonging Bar for Believing, the podcast where we get heavy battle! I'm Patrick Mothers, the crazy rocket, dark meta pastor of Sovereign Christian Fellowship. And I'm Brian Guppy. Elder Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. So glad that we don't have a third pair of headphones we need to be wearing right Dude. now. Dude. Because we also we, have... We have a guest in the studio. Hello. <laughs> you I'm, gotta I'm, introduce yourself. He is. I'm the one that paid for having only two pairs of headphones <laughs> during that intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the loudest you've ever been. Hey, who are you? Tell them who you are. My name is Joel Biddle, and I am a deacon at Sovereign Joy Christian Church. Oh. We got the whole gang in the house, which is why it's metal! I love it, dude. So I was watching Cowboy Bebop. Okay. It's this anime. It's pretty good. And there's this one episode where it's a heavy metal mama, and she's driving. She's a trucker in space. Makes me picture Elvis. <laughs> heavy metal mama. mama. Oh, heavy metal mama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's this trucker in space, and she listens to heavy metal, and there's this one part where they're trying to talk, and they Wait, couldn't because the out. metal music was so loud, and it was just, that made me laugh. A trucker in space? Yeah, it's Cowboy Bebop. So, they're, okay, the so moon, they drive a truck? The moon, yes. The moon space. blew, yes. The moon blew up. Okay. How fast Everyone had to leave Earth. Run? Everyone had, there's no Kessel Run. They're still in our solar system, but they've, uh, they've made things livable on asteroids and planets and stuff like that. So, but yeah, there's trucking in space. Of course, it's a spaceship, space but it's still space trucking. Yeah. But she's heavy metal mama tr- space trucker. Doesn't that sound awesome? That's, I kind of want to be that. I think. Except the mama part. <laughs> do they have space truck stops? Yeah. Like, well, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Cause there was, there was an episode. Yeah. In one of them, there was that. Yeah. Stayed at the world's largest truck stop in Iowa. World's biggest truck stop. There had to be metal going on there. I don't like know. Was, that sounds like it was on the way to the world's largest ball of yarn. Basically. So, did you guys ever listen to metal? No, not no. really. Okay, so in the, closest like, I ever got was Coheed and Cambria, which isn't that close. Okay, well, I liked like when I was a kid, I liked Quiet Riot, and um, wow, now I'm gonna lose these old Motley Crew, old Motley Crew. I like that kind of stuff, but I didn't like a hair, big hair metal. I liked more older metal. Although I did get my Striper <laughs> records from you. You did. <laughs> did. Did you have the secular one? Or There's a secular Striper yeah, record? Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. But the one I gave you is The Hell with the Devil, I think, right? Is that <laughs> the one? It's I the think? one where they're in a tank. Yeah. I think that's The Hell with the Devil. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We should listen to it. Metal! Yes. Dude, not until you gave me the... I don't know anything about metal. I not, just wanted to yell. Not until you gave me that record did I realize that Striper, like the name Striper... Was, it's from a Bible verse? It, yeah. Yeah. By his stripes, we, are he- we be healed. Yeah. We is healed. We're Stripers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Candy Stripers. Yeah. How, how big... Joel, hey, how long do you think it took him to come up with that name? Well, they made it at least two thirds of the way through the Old Testament before they picked their verse. <laughs> Do you think they were actually reading? Hey, let's pick a name, guys, and they just started in Genesis one <laughs> one. 
How did they make it like through judges? Yeah, yeah without picking a band name there, it would be like Jail's Peg, right? <laughs> yeah. did, band name Dibs, right? That's yeah. a good one, right? Yeah. What What else would be another good one? Ehud's sword. Ehud's sword. Hilt. Or she bears. She bears. That's later on, though. That's in Kings, First Kings. But that's a good one too. Um, for a chick band. For what? She bears. Why can't a guys be that, dude? Wh- wh- what's wrong, Brian? Why can't why can't men? Are you you just appropriating that? Because it wouldn't make as much sense. <laughs> I had another one and now I forgot it. Anyways, moving on. We have a fun topic to discuss. Do we? We do. Fun? Like what do you mean fun? Okay. Like a carnival fun? There is three things. At least three things that make this fun for me one okay. is we got it on twitter very recently from one of our more recent fans i like twitter jameson parker shout Woo! out what up dude yeah um and the second thing is it has to do with santa claus ho 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 yep and the third thing is there's an office reference in it but we'll get yeah there. yeah yeah all right here we go so as christians we are not to worship false idols. What is your opinion on parents using Santa Claus to make their children obey? Does this create an idol for our children to fear and praise? Follow-up question. Would it be better to celebrate with Bell Schnickel? Chiofia. <laughs> Bell Schnickel is here. I I was lost at Belschnickel. What was the first part? Are we worshiping idols if we see Satan? I mean, Santa. <laughs> that was a slip. I think I kind of tipped my hand there. Oh, boy. Um, is using Santa Claus to make children obey oh. making him an idol? Or do we create him as an idol to for fear and praise in our children? Okay, yeah. so so you had the idea that it'd be good for the three of us on because we are. Go ahead, you you explain it. So Joel has a beautiful baby boy, baby middle, yep. baby who Ben, who couldn't give a dirty diaper about Santa one way or the other. Benji doesn't. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, also, um, spoiler alert: if you are a parent who is driving in a car with an impressionable young mind. And you don't want us to air Santa's dirty laundry, so to speak. <laughs> then now might be the time to change the diet. Tap out, dude. Yep, tap out. Um, I have a six-year-old who is in the thick of it, as it were. And you are past this phase. Yeah, I got a grandbaby. She's two, but... True. No, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not still writing Santa gave you this to none of my kids on their presents. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert... If you haven't turned it off now, now's the time. There's no Santa. Thank you for whispering. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. There's no Santa. So to lay my cards on the table, <laughs> yes, Santa's a thing at our house. Yeah. There yeah. He is? Yeah. Was he- so you worship idols here at your house? Um, Multiple. Yes. I'm glad you said <laughs> idols. Multiple. I'm glad you said idols, plural. <laughs> hey, Joel. You- so I was going to ask if both of you guys were told by your parents that 
Santa Claus was a, a thing when you guys were growing up. I'm guessing that he yes. was. Yeah, that he was. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And my mom still to this day yeah. hasn't told me there isn't Santa. I was about to say the same thing. My mom is still maintaining <laughs> the ruse. If we 100%. were hundred percent, yeah. If we were down there yep. for Christmas this year, I would still have a present under the tree from, from Santa, Santa. <laughs> for yeah. sure. For sure, I would. Yes. So yep. So my parents did not. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they did not uh, tell us that Santa was real, um, but I and they. But I remember strict instructions from my. my <laughs> I already know where this is going. Do not spoil it for anybody else. And I remember being at at school in like the first grade, and like someone else telling someone else that Santa wasn't real, and I was so mad that it wasn't me that got to break news. <laughs> I was like, I knew that already. I could have told you that. Uh, <laughs> and listeners, if you want to know everything about Joel, you just learned it. <laughs> that is great. That is so you. Yeah, I is, love is that. Is it because you wanted to prove that you had knowledge <laughs> that your peers did not? Or is it because you wanted to be the wet blanket? Yes. It's yes, isn't it? To <laughs> both. I, oh, let me rephrase the question because I know you're right. Which one was it more of? That's what uh, I'm there's a lot of appeal to both. <laughs> but but uh, my memory is, is that the former was more important to that I could be, uh, you know, more knowledgeable than my first grade classmate. Yeah. That makes sense. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So we, Okay. We did Santa stuff for a little bit, I think. And then there was some point where we told them, and I don't think we like sat them all down. There was some point where, you know, we told them all, you know, it, it, it's a Santa's, you know, it's more of a, an idea. Uh, it's the spirit of the time. You know, you're trying to... What kind of hippie nonsense are you spewing to your children? Let me... I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is... It, it's more of a, like... He, he's a personification of the the cheer and the warmth of the time of year, you know, kind of thing. And so what we're trying to get at is, you know, these are all good things, and he's a personification of these good things. And I think we talked about the history of him and how he was at the Council of Nicaea and boxed that guy in the eye nice. for the homoousius. I'm sure I was pronouncing... Of course I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm a Californian. I'm going to say everything wrong, and it's Latin. <laughs> but, um, oh. but not that Spanish. Greek. Whatever. Nice. Hector, my friend Hector is going to... Joel never grew out of it. (laughs) Yeah, see, I told you it was the former. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to get your turn here. Don't worry. It'll come around. Pat, dude, why are you raising your hand? Do you have a question? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's been up for a long time. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even know. Got it. I didn't even know. So, yeah, we did... we, We had Christmas with Santa Claus for some time, and then somewhere along the way, it kind of just... It, it went away. I don't, I don't remember a big epic moment where my kids came in screaming, realizing that Santa wasn't real. That's good to know. Well, I think they were disappointed, but they still got presents, so... Yeah, they were fine. They were fine. They were fine. Yeah, yeah like, I just... I'm, when are you going to tell her, dude? I don't know. I'm sure that there is a point in my childhood where I was, like, all in on it, but I can't remember it at all. Like, at best, I remember being, like... 98% skeptical, like, sure, mom and dad. Like, in like when I was, like, 
I was almost said Joel's age. <laughs> I was in first grade, like Joel was when all of this conversation he just had happened. Anyway, can I ask a, a side question real quick? Oh, please. So I know you don't, Joel, but you can chime in if you like. Did you believe in the Easter Bunny too? I don't. I don't think so. Okay, I did. For okay. sure, for sure we did the Easter Bunny. I, I mean, maybe. And I totally believed in like leprechauns and nice. all the stuff. If there's something that's associated like a little mythical, mystical, for sure. I, at one point when I was a kid, believed in that kind of stuff. I for sure hoped and wanted and wished, but I couldn't get past the, the pragmatism in my mind. Like, I was oh, a I'm really, a dreamer, dude. I was a, a really nerdy kid. Like what? when Jurassic Park came out, yeah, I, rem- I was like, I don't want to embarrass you guys, but I was very young, and um, a lot younger than you guys. Anyway, you still are a lot younger than us guys. That's the funny thing about chronology is it just doesn't change. Anyway, I remember correcting my. F- it's like a family thing where they all make fun of me to this day because I got my little encyclopedia out and like that's why that's not a Triceratops. Like that's the kid that I was. And so the whole Santa and Easter Bunny thing, not so much. So I want the listener. So this isn't a question of the day, but I want the listener to decide: of the three of us, <laughs> Joel the crass skeptic, the Brian the agnostic, and Pat the faithful believer. Which one of us is actually your preference? <laughs> which is more <laughs> preferable to be? <laughs> I want to know. So I want to hear somebody okay, else ask maybe that. Maybe the agnostic, right? I mean, you're not you, far off. You're, yeah, that's what it is, right? Joel's go. the atheist. Oh, well, I'm not the atheist. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're yeah. the Santa Claus atheist. You're the Easter you, Bunny atheist. Are you saying that Santa is a thee? Oh, shut up! <laughs> I'm making a point. <laughs> you're the agnostic, and I'm the believer. My hopes were never crushed as a child oh, when it dang. came to Santa Claus. Because you never had them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Scoreboard. Right. I still got all the presents, though. Well, so did I, and I got dreams to go along with it. That were eventually dashed. Yeah, but you know what? That was a character builder, and you never had that because you're just crass and raw from the start. <laughs> Joel, Joel was born calloused. <laughs> uh, there's, there's kind of some truth to that, isn't there? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I guess I'd rather never be disappointed. When you're a pessimist, it's really hard to be let down. You're let down by things actually being good. That's yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is an unexpected surprise. But every time I'm expecting the worst. Joel, Joel's one of those guys that cheers when the recession happens because he's been prepared and he's been saving his money. And da, 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 da. He's ready to go buy real estate. <laughs> for pennies on the dollar. For the last 10 years and <laughs> finally paying off. <laughs> Okay, Santa Claus, is he an idol? Yeah, so if we use him as a behavior modifier for our children, does that set him up as someone to be feared and or worshipped? I'm going to throw this to Joel first. What do you think, dude? Uh, I'm going to say no, although I wouldn't say that's a wise practice for anyone to use Santa to... uh, encourage behavior on the part of your child. But in terms of like fearing and worshiping, I think at the age that you're most into Santa, what you're most into worshiping is yourself and the gifts that you could receive from him. Right. So the, the, the bowing down to Santa in in your mind is probably a low risk. 
Brian, do you think any, like, seriously, any kid actually worships Santa? I mean, probably some outlier weirdo, but... I don't want to read too much into that, but... Because, well, worship is that I am giving glory and honor to, I'm, I'm confessing allegiance to, expressing sovereignty, so I'm worshiping. So I'm saying there's a greater being than myself who has control over my life kind of thing. So that's what you do with demons, right? Or idols, is your this manifestation happens. You're bowing down and worshiping the God of the sea because the sea is greater than yourself. So you're asking the God of the sea to protect you from the domain of which it over, so oversees. So I guess there's a sense where when you send a letter to Santa, you're praying Maybe when you're a little kid. I never did that. Those people are weird. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. I don't think that if you have it in your childhood mind that this is an actual real dude who just happens to live in a very snowy place up north and you're sending him a letter. Like, how is that different than sending a letter to your grandma who is going to get you a G.I. Joe instead of some ugly sweater because you're like, Grandma, I'm stocked up on sweaters. I want a G.I. Joe for Christmas. Like you wouldn't say you're praying to your grandma. No, but there's but familiarity um, with your grandma is going to preclude you from worshiping her. <laughs> Burn, grandma. <laughs> I think that there's a fantastical element about Santa Claus that leaves the door open a little bit. I get what you're saying, and you're not I, I'm, you're not wrong, but I think that there is a sense where that the mystical and the magic, because that's what Santa is. He's a magical, mystical mm-hmm. being. And there's a sense where that is definitely going to lend itself more towards worship than grandma or some aunt or something like that. To me, it's like, really, I think most of the time, it's just lazy. Uh, it's a lot easier to say, hey, listen to me. Otherwise, you're not going to get stuff. Listen to me. Otherwise, this dude who you don't have to deal with on a daily basis, he's going to be mad at you. Um, That's a lot easier than saying, because I said so, or because I'm your dad, and you should actually listen to me, because God says that you should honor your father and mother. Like It's it's lazy, and it's a cop-out, and it's a little cowardly. But I, I mean, have I ever said something like that? Has my wife ever said something like that? Of course. But it's not because she wouldn't listen to us otherwise. It's more to just, like, keep up with the fun of the whole thing, if that makes sense. Like, maintaining the ruse. Okay, so... It, it's not any better to guilt trip your children over, like... You, as opposed to Santa, like, right. oh, you've offend, you've offended me, you've disappointed me, you know, as if that's somehow, um, you know, worse, you know. I mean, Santa's not any worse than that. Totally, it's just easier, I guess, because you can throw it off on the man in the hat. Right. Yeah, but but behavior modification isn't a bad thing, right? I mean, we're, we're not saying that. There, there's we we want our kids to pick up their room. We want our kids to not lie. We want our kids to not um, bite the neighbor. Um, <laughs> you know, we... we Depends so, on which neighbor. Well, 
I don't have any right now, so <laughs> I'm okay. Well, I take that back. I got one on one side, but um, we, uh, we we do that. We we do use behavior modification. So, what is wrong with Santa being a tool for ba- or what's wrong with Elf on the Shelf? Or going to bring that up? Or oh, were you? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal you. No, I've, it passed by. I forgot. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, it just seems strange to me to use this is behavior modification. You're trying to convey some kind of moral, some kind of, um, even if it's just something simple, some kind of um, ethic or politeness or something like that. And then the motivation that you use is false. Like, so what does that communicate when the kid realizes that this has all been a ruse, what does that communicate about all of the things that they gleaned from it? Well, okay, to play devil's advocate, that what what it communicates is that we are trying to help you in a way that you could understand better than the abstract. Sure. So if I just give you raw command and you know obedience, that's that's kind of abstract. If I have a little bit of motivation and there's a little bit of fun to it and there's a little bit of element of the mystery to it, that that's going to lend a child who is more innocent and more, except for Joel, uh, lend a child who has, you know, a little more uh, whimsy to them to, to follow through, I think. And I, I don't know. It, what I think that, what do you think, Joel? And then I'll say what I think here. I'm not, I still um, want to formulate my words. I guess if you're, I think Santa's great and fun, if that's what you want to do, but when you, try and pull in any sort of moral component to it and what under what's underneath that is deception there's i'm not sure if that's like the best way to to do that yeah i think i overstated what i meant for the repercussions of it it's not like you know your kid is like nine and realize it's like, oh my gosh, my whole life is a lie. What else are my parents lying to me about? Well, not even that, but like, so all the stuff that they tried to get me to do because of this, I don't need to do any of There was no value in any of those. Like, of course, like that's not how it's going to actually right. play out. Um, but yeah, I, I think if it's there to have fun, then I try to make sure it stays fun and that it doesn't turn into too much at stake or too much of a real thing, any kind of point of actual um, friction. Um, Because then it's like, well, this is, what's the point? So behavior modification, as long as it's fun, is okay. That, I'm not, I'm not trying to... No, I'm talking about the whole same thing. Crack-wise. I'm saying as soon as it becomes a behavior modification thing, then Mm. I don't think that... How can it be anything but that? Because naughty and nice is part of his shtick. Right. You can't escape that. Did did you ever get a short stack because you were naughty? Well, how would I know? Did you ever give your kids a short stack because they were naughty? Hmm... I'm saying probably not because Andy Andy wouldn't let me do that. We parade. I, I would have. We parade around <laughs> talking about naughty and nice, but no, I don't we know. We don't. Any, it's part of his shtick. Totally. Right? I'm just saying I don't know any parent like who Elf actual, on the Shelf who actually like gives accordingly. And so, like, what what's the difference? Yeah, the present payoff was always the same, no matter what. Yeah. Even, yeah, even but you weren't aware of that when you were a kid, though. Right, you 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 sure. you you might honestly, legitimately think, oh man, I would have gotten the, 
the G.I. Joe Humvee if I had been a little bit better. Instead, I got the Jeep. <laughs> I don't know. Those are the Wrangler. <laughs> I, got I the, the Escalade. <laughs> I got the motorcycle with the sidecar. <laughs> side, just the sidecar. No motorcycle. <sighs> I think they came together. Yeah. Yeah. That was the joke. Anyway. I know. I know. But I had it, so I just... Don't I didn't want to cry. Okay. So I I have a question. Yeah. Joel, did your wife grow up with Santa? I know the answer to this. Yes. Yeah. I kind of figured. 100% she did. Figured. And I'm not going to make you come out with an answer on a recording, but is this something that you guys have discussed or not? No. Okay. Nice. <laughs> that I'm aware of. <laughs> Maybe we have. <laughs> Good man. Okay, I was wrong earlier when I said that's all you needed to know about Joel. That, <laughs> along with the first part, is all you need to know about Joel. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not really concerned one way or the other. It can be fun either way. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't feel like my own experience growing up is like now mandatory for my children. See, I okay. I'm I'm thinking of a different on a different line line than you guys were. Maybe is I'm thinking that my concern with Santa is that if we communicate this guy's real and he's behavior modification and whatnot and on and on, um, then somewhere along the line, my fear would be that the kid would then think, well, therefore God must not be true because we have similar things in the Bible and it says to do this and don't do this. And how is this not just another thing when God is real and you know, none of these other things are the Easter bunny and, Lucky Charms guy and, you know, Santa Claus and whatnot. Um, <laughs> not leprechauns. Not le- Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> I like Don't Lucky take Charms. the tooth fairy away from me, Pat. <laughs> right. I wouldn't give him money. That w- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, I think my fear would be that if we're laying it on too thick and we're making such a big deal about Santa, that when eventually that bubble does burst, then the the conclusion would be, well, all these things aren't true. Well, God doesn't exist either. You know, I, th- I think that's the danger that I see in all this. I don't have a problem, honestly, with the behavior modification thing. Um, because it's in one way, or, one way or another, one shape or form, it's going to happen. And if it can be even a little bit fun and whimsical, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm kind of really, wrestling with it. It's really funny. As we're sitting here talking, it sounds like, you know, I'm pretty well thought out and pretty hard on people who use Santa as behavior modification. But really, like if you, like I said, if you sat in our house and be like, oh, whatever. You, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even like if Rachel was talking like that, I wouldn't be like, do you know what this is going to do? Like, I just feel like, Oh, what you, okay. That's not the route that I would have gone, but whatever. Like right. I, you know, uh, I to, gu- go ahead. I guess for me the it's definitely more about the behavior modification than like the fantasy of it. Because and like the the fiction of everything, because I plan on like pranking and deceiving my son a lot. Sweet for tricks. So, I mean, can't wait. I'm, 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 I know I'm going to <laughs> lie to him several times at least in the name of fun. Right. So, for in that the reason, name of your fun. In the name of his the father's fun. Right. <laughs> I know how this plays out. He'll laugh about it later. It'll be for my fun, too, hopefully. <laughs> when I'm around, I'm definitely going to He'll laugh it around it in the therapist's office. <laughs> well, now everyone has, like, phones, so I can just record it, and he can laugh at it later. 
And I thought Joel was going to say, never has phones so he can tell a doc a therapist. That's what I thought. I can't wait to be in that counseling session with Ben. Be like, him just sitting there crying, going, oh, my dad. And I'm going to be like, yeah, it's okay, buck up. Uh, <laughs> After all, your dad's a deacon. I mean, come on. <laughs> so to me, more than the behavior modification thing, I think the greatest danger in all of this, if you want to talk about Santa as an idol, is more distraction than anything else. Distraction from? From what Christmas actually is. Um, where you're trying to get your child to actually... Pay Saturnalia, t- yes, you mean, thank right? You. When you're trying to get your child to actually pay attention to any kind of uh, discussion about Advent or the Incarnation or whatever you want to call it, but uh, Jesus being born as a baby and they have no bandwidth for it because it has nothing to do with presents or Santa. That, to me, is the biggest drawback to the whole Santa thing. Um, and um, honestly, one that that right there is the biggest thing that would cross my mind from mm. time to time. Is just like, oh my gosh, like enough, enough, enough. Thankfully, my mother is really, really good about making sure that my daughter has her advent calendar every single year. That's a big deal for grandma. And uh, this is the first year where she's like really, really into it. And she can actually read the thing herself. And so that's oh, been fun. Yeah. She's loving that. Totally. So it's been cool. Um, I've seen both a beer and a whiskey advent calendar. That is not the one my mother sent my daughter. Uh, do you think she'll send it to me? No. Duck-on. But at Christmas time, Nobody my mom does one. make what she calls her boozy bourbon balls. How, how have I never had that? Well, she lives in Tennessee. There's Most something the called the post office. I know. Dorinda. Dad. Dad, you're listening to this right now. Tell I'm mom. talking to your mom. Tell, you're talking to your dad. <laughs> well, my mom doesn't really listen to this. Um, <laughs> tell mom um, that we need some boozy bourbon balls. Because those need to age anyway. Right. So those will do Ship great them. in the mail. Enough Ship for them. at least three people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. Nine people. <laughs> Nine people. Nice. There we go. <laughs> well, okay. The next part of the question. Did it go to Belschnickel then, or did yeah. we have a little yeah, funny bit? Yeah, we covered everything Was there up more? to Belschnickel. Okay, go. So, go. <laughs> would it be better to celebrate with Belschnickel? Yes. Easily. No question. Why? Why? It's the exact same thing. Have you been impish or admirable? It's behavior modification. It's exactly the same thing. You know... But what isn't improved by doing the Pennsylvania Dutch version of it? I'm just... Okay. No. They, Nobody, you, nobody's <laughs> going to know this. Joel has been... <laughs> a fan of the office for years and years. And, but when Michael Scott left, you know, he hasn't watched those seasons near as much and up to what through season eight. I basically didn't watch eight or nine before. So eight, and nine were brand new to me and I'm about halfway through season nine. Yeah. Now. So how long ago did you watch the Belschnickel episode for the first time? Like two, three days ago. Yes. Two, three days I was ago. so <laughs> hoping that that would be the case. When I saw that we were going to have Joel here for this question. <laughs> so it's uh, fresh in his mind. So fresh. Yeah. So I like when he was whacking Jim with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, so how is it better? I still haven't got Just you guys are all office fanboys and getting that's, all doughy-eyed over the office. That's about the depth of it that I have. I know. So how is it better? I don't, I, I'm not persuaded. Well, I mean, Persuade a, me. There's I, a pork rib involved yeah. and like... Mystery meat. There's prime rib involved in Christmas. Depends. 
I, we had what? prime rib sometimes, but it was not definitely not an every year thing. I've had oh. it once for Christmas. Yeah, oh, I that's think what I had it like a couple times. That's what we had. We had prime rib. Last strange. year we had tacos. You were there. Yeah, well, I mean, when I was a kid, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about last year. Last year we had tacos. We did. You were there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will always hang out with you. And eat a taco. Well, tacos or not, I'd still. It's still a good time. Great. Um, I think that impish or admirable are words <laughs> that are better for children to learn than naughty or nice. I think we can set the bar a lot well, higher. Maybe naughty or nice were the replacement for impish or admirable because they were like, we need new words back then. I also think cheer or fear is the fear is the same type of concept as trick or treat. Right. And so you're kind of combining two holidays into one. Also, I don't know. Also, a little fear wrapped up in the holiday season didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> so there you go. Some some benefits that Belschnickel has over. I think fear Saint did. Nick. Didn't you ever see Die Hard? <laughs> That's a Christmas movie, dude. Yes. I don't care what the internet says. That's a Christmas movie. There was a lot of fear, and it did. There's a lot of people died. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Rickman, he died. Oh. Whoa! Whoa. Spoiler. Spoiler alert! I said Alan Rickman. Everybody you knows gave, who that is. You gave a Santa spoiler alert, but not a Die Hard spoiler <laughs> guys, alert. Guys, Die I didn't Hard. say Hans Gruber died. Ah! Ah! I said Alan Rickman Stop died. Stop talking! You're making I, it worse. I said I movie. did not Stop say talking. that Hans Gruber died. Well. I said Alan Rickman died. That happened in real life, guys. Hey, what was the bad and guy? All I hear is chuckles from you. What was the bad guy's I'm name? I'm still in too. What was his name? Oh, I just remember the out or the the edit. Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. That's all I remember. <laughs> Melon Farmer. <laughs> Melon Farmer. Yippee Kaye, Melon right, Farmer. <laughs> Do you remember his name? Die Hard 2, the bad guy? No. I Die Hard 2 was good. It was one of those things the sequel was almost just as good as the first one. I like Die Hard with a Vengeance best. Oh, Jeremy Irons. Okay, yeah, that was... Samuel L. Jackson. So what? He's been in lots of movies. He's been in like every movie. But <laughs> it's great. I like okay. it. I like it. Okay. I like Die Hard okay. with Vengeance. I didn't see Die... What is it? Die Harder, the fourth one? Yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah. All right. Hey, we got a question of the day. I think you do. I do. Are you ready for this one? No. Hey, Joel. What is the most outrageous thing that you would like to achieve in life? What is the... That's so... I get such joy out of asking Joel this because he is not very adventurous at all. Like, I I think probably that you're going to say to, like, earn a million dollars next year. That's going to be like <laughs> your almost outrageous achievement that you're thinking. Am I wrong? Um, no, no, I think of something like something more outrageous, like to not leave my home for four days during Christmas season to stay away from traffic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or the kind of to have successfully ran off eight kids from your lawn. Oh, nice! In every month of next oh. year. That, yes, that, <laughs> yeah, that one. So what that gets me thinking about is successfully catching someone who's like TPing my house or something. Oh, nobody's going to TP your house. No, because I have security cameras. No, because you don't have any kids yet that are old enough to have friends that are going to okay. do it. 
No one's so, going to TP your house. They're going to TP Ben's house when he's 13, 14. Okay. Uh, so my, no, so no, no, hold on. Hold on. No, he'll be doing the TPing. So, nice. Yeah. My mom so, drove me around to go TPing. That's awesome. Yeah. So my Dude, next door neighbor's house got TPed. Folly. Like two weeks ago, maybe. Um, and he and his family had just... Wait, wait. Which side? If you're facing the street from my front door to the, the left. To the, that guy? The left? The one who's moving? The <laughs> yes, one that's what he said. No, it's the new it's the new family. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they their house got TP'd maybe two weeks ago. And they just moved there. And they oh. just moved there. That was like welcome home. Exactly. Yeah, so I get it. Um they uh they got yeah, got TP'd and I have security cameras in front of my house because I'm an ordinary person. <laughs> and uh and he was telling me about it, and uh, and I'm like, oh, I'll look it up on my cameras, see if I can find anything. That's so awesome. So, <laughs> of course, he's like, yeah, it happened somewhere. Someone doorbell ditched us around like 1 a.m., but we didn't go check it, and that's what we think it happened. So I scroll back to my sure. cameras, and sure enough, there it's like a bunch of like teenage boys, and they parked like not in front of my house, but like at my next door neighbor's house, like one over. Yeah. Yeah. Like so right they the had to walk in front of your house. Yeah. yeah. So they were like right. walking back and forth, back yeah. and forth. And you could hear them cause they have mics on them too. And, uh, the most audible thing that you could get was, I wonder if she'll know it's us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I talked to my neighbor. I'm like, I mean, we're both surprised based on this podcast. You would think I would not be low key about something like this. But I'm, we were both like pretty like ha 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 about it. Uh, my next door neighbor and I. But I'm like, here's here's the videos. Maybe you can apply some pressure on them and uh, make them sweat a little bit or whatever. So I give them the, so I give them the camera videos and, and I'm like, you know, it's 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 because of your teenage daughter, right? Like that's why this happened. And he's like, you're not even the first person to tell me that. <laughs> so he comes up to me yesterday while I'm out doing some yard work, and he says, he says. Well, she found she found out uh, who it was. It's like it was a boy who had a crush on her, and I'm yep. like, "Yep, of course, exactly." Of He's course. like, "Well, she kind of likes it, him back too." <laughs> I was like, "Well, it sounds like this story is working out great for everyone." It's yeah, just you, a little bit of toilet paper. So, did you so, give him a tip? Lock so, his windows because <laughs> yeah. she's gonna climb out in the middle of the night and go TP his house. That might be a fire hazard. <laughs> and then Joel so, and I can't his neighbor. That's where your mind went. And then Joel and his neighbor <laughs> went and TP'd this kid's house. <laughs> So, so I guess, so I guess the kid like uh, went to uh, the daughter and was like, "Hey, sorry, what can I do to make it up for you?" Oh, nice! And she's like, "Make a mess so that you can be the uh hero that cleans it up." That's Uh, yeah, that's a move. So you you want to know what the daughter said? You can take me out for ice cream. Oh, happiest TP ending ever, man! Oh my gosh. As much as I hate to say it, that kid deserves to win. (laughs) It worked. Yeah, that's what I mean. He got exactly what he wanted, and he got to be out at one in the morning, (laughs) keeping someone's house. Everybody wins except for dad. Yeah, dad was the one that cleaned it all up. No, dad's freaking out about his daughter now. Yeah, the story does get worse for No, dad. it's awful for him. So All I can think is this is a terrible story, and you guys are laughing and thinking it's great. The dad of five daughters. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm dad of one daughter. I know. Yeah. I know. It's coming. Uh, so the question, most outrageous thing I hope to accomplish in what period of time? Your lifetime. My lifetime. Okay. So I was going to say that I want to drive around 
my truck until it hits half a million miles. But that's mm. not that outrageous. That's coming up. Yeah, we're about 71, no, 61,000 miles away. I want to be in the truck when that happens. You were in it for 400. I know. Yeah. You let me drive it for 400. I did. I did. Yeah, but I want to be there for 500. Okay, absolutely. So, no, but I thought about it. I want to go trick-or-treating every year of my life. See, I went trick-or-treating until I was a little too old to be trick-or-treating. And to the point where I started being that like Charlie Brown ghost for Christmas or for Christmas for Halloween. So they couldn't see how old I was. Just like a sheet with like two holes in it. You're yep. so tall. <laughs> six, foot toe, six foot two ghost is trick or treating my house. I better give him the candy. Otherwise, my house is going to get teepee. I'm six later. feet tall on a good day, but I appreciate the six foot two. So but but I have a brother who's 15 years younger than me. So I just needed to wait it out until he was old enough to like take some place. And then by the time he was starting to get too old, I had Zoe. So I've got like this little like area where she's going to be too old, where I need to have like a niece or a nephew or something. Charlotte. To get me through until I can have some grandkids and then I can be trick. I've been trick or treating every single year of my life. Mm. This was my 32nd Halloween. That's the most outrageous thing. It's pretty outrageous. Most ambitious thing you want to achieve? Not ambitious. Outrageous is what you said. That's probably what I said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the most outrageous thing that you want to accomplish in your lifetime? The most You didn't say it had to be cool. You said it had to be outrageous. That I would actually... So is this just a dream or is it something that's actually achievable? Bro, it's your question. No, but let's talk about this. Is it actually achievable? Or is it just something that's completely outrageous? Because if it's outrageous, I want to be on Space Force. I want to like... Go I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I want to go to the Mars or something. Go to the Jupiter, the speaking, Titan. Speaking of fictional things that we put in front of people for behavior <laughs> modification. Pat, space if you don't Force. behave, you won't be, make it into Space Pat, Force. You got to lose 50 pounds, dude. You're never going to make Space Force. <laughs> Only the early birds get into Space Force. <laughs> nice. Uh, I would retroactively work on that one, Joel. I really would. Okay, but that's something that's actually achievable. Hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna sound a little lame, but I'd like to read all of Jonathan Owen's works. <laughs> I'd like, Nerd. It's like fifteen volumes or sixteen volumes or something. And honestly, that's not a lot. I mean, I've I, I read. It, it wouldn't be a shock to anybody who actually knows me well to think that I could do that. But I'd like to read all of Jonathan Owen's works. I'd like to own a Porsche. That yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> you would like to own a Porsche. <laughs> Great. You want to own a midlife crisis car? Yeah. Get a Panamera. No. It's I, a four seater. Oh gosh, no, no, no. So one of the guys, I can't remember his name, but one of the uh, Top Gear guys was talking about how nine or Porsche should only make. 911s. Mm-hmm. He said that you should go to a Porsche dealer and say, I would like a Porsche, please. And the only question they should ask you is, what color would you like? What color is your 911? Yeah. 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 Anyway, I get that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, outrageous one. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joel, thanks for being on. That was fun. Battle! Boys and girls, brothers and sisters, impish or admirable. 
we believe. You belong! Oh, yeah, I steal my line, dude. <laughs>